Welcome back to Conversations with Coco and Friends. I'm your host, Coco, aka Katrina Smart. Every episode, I'll be having real conversations with the people who inspire me. We go deep and we go there. And I've got my girls with me. This podcast is co-hosted by two of my friends who I happen to also work with. Cleo is a kick-ass producer and a problem solver. And Pilar is an insane director and social media manager. We hope you enjoy these conversations as much as we enjoy having them. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Life on display, on display, on display. Who was that? That was a Real Housewife that had this song. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You guys, you guys don't watch that show. Shout out my Real Housewives homies. Life on display can be exhausting. It was actually Melissa Gorga from New Jersey. Look it up. <laughs> it can We're be exhausting. We're inserting the video. Embedding. <laughs> like, literally. It's embedding. Regardless of increased media literacy or time management techniques, escaping the effects of social media is near impossible. Can I get an amen? Preach. <laughs> With the right angle, filters, social, and social strategy, catapulting otherwise regular people into stardom, we have to ask, how do we best mentally prepare to navigate a virtual reality when nothing is ever as it seems? This week on Conversation with Coco and Friends, we discuss the impacts of social media and tips on how we, as socially savvy women, best handle navigating a social stratosphere. What do you feel is the biggest misconception on social media? So many. Everything. <laughs> everything i feel like overall lifestyle yeah the what people showcase of their day in the life even mm-hmm. we always joke all the time about people who post day in the life and we're like you know this is not your day no. like, is that really how awesome your day went because yeah. like i don't know i woke up and wanted to die this morning so is that how you woke yeah. up You're like, like look at my sweet coffee and, yeah. and then i froth my own i'm like mm. woke up super peacefully on time to the chimes to those chimes that's how you woke up cinderella <laughs> <laughs> or you woke up to the sun because like you know you're one of those people it's just like you're on like a circadian rhythm and stuff and like everything was perfect like, and it's like matcha it's not coffee because you're done doing caffeine and then it's like you know you you fluff up your perfectly white Linen sheets mm, that have that no perfect stains. wrinkle. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, I know. <laughs> you took off your makeup and now you're going to do your 62 step beauty plan. <laughs> Fresh face. The accuracy, <laughs> right? No. You're like, mm, I know. Seems ridiculous. I did, my, I did a day in life. It was pretty hectic. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually chaotic. <laughs> so yeah, that's I, what you think it is? It's just. It's, yeah, it's, I think it's everything. Look, <laughs> basically everything on social media, I'm like, mm, 
day, every yeah. single day, anything that I read, any TikTok I watch, all of it, it's, I just know, I think I know better now that I'm like, okay. Yeah. But also it's like, if we, if we go into it, understanding how it is for us, then we can understand how it is for everybody else. Exactly. I, don't, I, I don't know why people are so floored when it's like, it's all a lie. Yeah. And they're like, they weren't on that PJ. I'm like, yeah. yeah. And that that's taking misconception to a whole other level. Like yeah. that's taking the lie to a whole other level. Yes. And they're definitely you know? committed to the, the tomfoolery at this point. We're like, you really tried to stretch this one, but it's almost like your subconscious still believes that you need to have that mm-hmm. perfect life mm-hmm. to show off. Um, definitely. Oh, I like this one. So how often do you guys take time, take the time to audit who you follow? Like, do you have a process for that? Nope. You don't ever do it? I don't either. No, I I didn't do it up until recently. And, and recently it was just like, wow, something was bugging me. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, the mute button is like a whole vibe. Oh, I love mute. Yeah. I do it pretty often. I like go through like who my least 50 least interacted with people. I unfollow people all the time. I check to see if they follow me. You don't follow me. Fuck that shit. I'm out of here. Hell yeah. I I get too emotionally caught up in that. Me too. And I think too, I'm like, I literally follow so many people still from like high school. And then I'm like, we will never speak again, but I don't want to unfollow you. I don't know. Unfollowing seems like harsh. If they, if they don't follow you, (laughs) you won't unfollow them. No, they follow her. Oh no. If if, if it's a political thing and I can't unfollow, then definitely mute. I'm mute a lot. Political. You're like, I also don't want to have the conversation. Why did you unfollow me? Oh my guys, don't ask someone why did you unfollow me? I, I saw something um somewhere where the person had said, like, if you're scrolling on Instagram, like you're in the past. Because like I and oh. I caught and I caught myself because I don't even scroll anymore. I watch stories yeah. and then I'm on TikTok because I don't know, because they've changed our feed mm-hmm. and I always get served this shit that I don't follow. And I know you can put it on your follow thing, but the follow thing is weird too. Mm-hmm. So I just, I scroll on TikTok, but oh my God, now I, I'm sorry if I haven't gotten back to you in my DMs, the notes thing, it stresses me out in my DMs. So I just close it. Yeah. It's like tweeting in your DMs. And it's very overwhelming. You just put, just don't. Mm-mm. It needs to stop. What would you say has been the biggest shock for you between Instagram and in real Catfishing. Catfishing. Uh, Catfishing. You knew. Catfishing. Yeah. There's no other answer. There's no right answer. And we've seen it with her own eyes in many situations. I have been like jaw on the floor. I'm like, whose mans is this? Yeah. (laughs) Who are you? (laughs) Who are you? I just wonder like the psychosis behind that. Like you don't look like that. So then when you meet somebody, like do you have a conversation about not looking like that? Or is the person just like look at you with its big eyes? Like what the fuck is happening? I definitely think it's the latter. Yeah. And you know what's so funny too? I feel like... When you are like Facetune, like so obsessed, you start to believe that that is what you yeah. look like. Yeah, I've seen it Mm-mm. in real life. <laughs> scary. That's crazy. <laughs> it's scary. What type of content do you find impacts you negatively? I feel like a lot of it's important content, but like Sean King stuff, like about like super highly charged like racialized issues and abuse issues and. Things that like we shouldn't be turning away from. Um, I'm very conscious of how I consume those things on social. And I think I'm like resistant to them, especially now, because I'm not somebody who turns away from stuff. I can keep abreast of it, but I just also have to limit how I consume that stuff because it just, like, I, I can't, I can't deal with it. It's very similar to like, I stopped watching um, like sl- enslavement movies 
12 Years a Slave was the last one I watched. And at that moment, I was like, I will never read another book like this. I want to watch another movie like this because I can't take myself out of like what happens. So, yeah, that's very negative for me. It's like jarring in your day when you see that. Mm -hmm. You're like, whew. I feel like for me, it's stuff that actually makes you feel bad about yourself. Like you're seeing the fake picture perfect ask people that you follow who you don't know. And I'm like, wait, why am I following you? Like, I shouldn't be thinking, how did you get this life? Or I want elements of your life. I don't even know what your life looks like. This is just so real. Legit. Okay. What are some of your guys' tips to increase media literacy? (laughs) So like when people are consuming this stuff all over social. Get off social. Yeah. (laughs) Like put your time limits on. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Because it's so easy to to never unscroll. Yeah. You really have to. It's hard though. I mean, especially working in media, like Mm -hmm. in the way we do, it's very hard to, to turn it off. But yeah, setting time limits is a really good tool. That's actually a great idea. I find it hard to like, because right now what I use social for is like a mind numb. And so I'm not ever consuming it in a way that is like, I'm consuming it to use it for the purposes of our job most of the time, which is what I want to do more. But I just use it to be like, oh, I'm on TikTok. So I could like just laugh and like whatever. I'm never thinking about it strategically, but I want to learn how to like switch back into like being inspired by the things I'm seeing and like, how can we use this for our clients and stuff like that. What ethical considerations do you make when posting content on your own feeds? That's a tough one. I think like, I don't talk about anything crazy on my social media in terms of like, it's all just like very like golden hour. And like, I don't really put like a, a lot of stuff, but I, I, anytime I've talked about um, stuff like weight specifically, cause if I do talk about it, it's usually about that. I always think it's important to put a trigger warning and then I'm specific about the trigger warning. I'm like trigger warning, like weight conversations about that stuff. Um, because lots of people will say trigger warning, but you're like, about what? Like, mm. there's a lot. So I think that's something I, I like to put up a lot. Yeah, I don't do that. I probably should do trigger warnings, but um, I don't, just being honest. That's okay. Maybe it's something, but I, I found in the last, literally the last two weeks, I literally want nothing to do with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With social media. Like, I've had a post up for two weeks. I don't want to post anything. I'm just kind of, it's also, it feels like, there's so much negativity on there that it consumes you that I don't know. I know. We're all feeling that way. Yeah, it's true. I feel like Coco on your ethical considerations, what I valued, like when I first even started working with you, you were like, no, I'm not working with this brand. Like you've always been so selective mm-hmm. about the people that you partner with. Oh, okay. Well, that's the point. Publish. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Like that's just a different yeah. POV from the way mm-hmm. we were on. But I think that's important to note because I see a lot of people taking partnerships yeah. or working with people who don't align with their beliefs. Yes. So. Yeah. And I'm, I get it in some, in some ways it's like, get your bag. Like I understand it's, it's tough out here, but um, if you are in the place to, mm-hmm. to pick things that work for you and that align with you, it just it makes it makes it more sense for people that are following you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel weird or uncomfortable um, to know why you're talking about that. Many people have commented that TikTok doesn't make them feel as poorly as Instagram. Why do you think that is? Because TikTok's on the fly, man. Like you can put up the 
like funniest fucking TikTok where you're sitting there like no makeup. It's like the camera's down underneath looking up your nose. And then someone is there making you scream, cry, laughing. That is like the best feeling ever. I, I think that's why. And Instagram is just so curated, like mm-hmm. the perfect shot. And you know, and we all know they took 6,500 pictures yes. to get this one fucking picture. And so, and we also know the work that goes into creating a curated Instagram. Yeah. But that's because we're behind the scenes. So, and on TikTok, you know that they just literally took their phone out in this moment and they mm. were so clever or they were so like, oh my fucking God, I'm in this guy's bathroom after I just smashed him. Like, look at this shit. That's real. Like, like yeah. 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 So I think that's definitely why. Feels more immediate. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And I, I also don't mind the, like, threw in the feed because there is a lot of raw that when you see something beautiful, it doesn't bother me as mm-hmm. much you know i agree and it's, the video yeah. as a whole is just more compelling yes. than it's not IG. like photos mm-hmm. it sync to me like the photo the sync to music is better um but but the the comments section oh. sometimes are hilarious but are super mean like people are super mean on tiktok it's That's wild oh my god like no reporting yeah no <laughs> but like even to the point like i like if something kind of goes viral like i just ignore you- it like the comments mm-hmm. because it's just like i don't take it as seriously or as personally because i know it's not like it's not really about me um like if i do a review yeah. but i also people i do feel a lot of people are negatively reviewing things just for the clout and that's something that i don't love like it's just like i only talk about things that i like because i think there's enough people who are gonna tell you yes. shit for sure <laughs> and i feel like that's more recent on tiktok too like it, when it launched it was so positive yeah yeah. And then, of course, everything has to become a little corrupt. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Fucking Wild West in those TikTok comments. Sometimes there's comedic gold, though. You see people oh. like, I, I'm just waiting. I came here for the comments. <laughs> Literally. It's going to be to so the comments. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say the type of content you identify most with in both of your feeds? This is hard. I haven't like been on my socials a lot except TikTok. I, I don't even say I identify with. I love recommendations. Mm. I love um, like if someone's somewhere else, like all my I my saved categories in both TikTok and Instagram are like almost maxed out because they'll like it'll be like Paris, Italy, New York, mm. like, you know, all the different places I want to go and see. I love that. I love people showing where they are so that I can get a recommendation that's not on like the Web. That's because it's like. You go to San Antonio and then you're going to Jack Astor's or something. Yeah. Like, you no, know? Like advisor. Yeah. It, yeah. It feels, it feels, I love the travel content. Um, and then I just love when things feel like they're giving you the kind of the real take about something, yeah. you know, the honesty piece, not when it's the authenticity is just like, you know, they're just doing it for clout again. Mm-hmm. But when you feel like someone's like really telling you about an experience, I like that. Um, I like, I like the ones that like stitch stuff or um, kind of like use people's like take down someone's argument like point by point, especially like misogynistic shit. Mm-hmm. So I love and I love when men do it mm-hmm. like to other men. Oh, it's so great because I'm like, yes, like that's how we like start changing these conversations because women can we can talk about it all day. But if other men aren't correcting other men, then it's harder. So I, I see a lot of those ones and I watch a lot of, am I the asshole? videos. They're like, am I the asshole? And then they mm-hmm. give me the stereotype. Oh my God. I think they're hilarious. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Who is your feel-good follow? Ooh, I'm like, I feel like there's quote pages that I follow that I like. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. like lighthearted. Who else does? Shay Mitchell posts the funniest yeah. oh TikToks ever. Yeah. Like, so TikToks funny. are hilarious. Oh, I like the two guys. The only two fucking men on TikTok who can have like a podcast and microphones is those two UK guys and they read like hilarious tweets and they're so funny the way they laugh and like just respond to stuff that it makes me laugh more. So I really enjoy <laughs> watching their stuff. We need to link them. Yeah, I'll link them. I forget what their what their name is. I love that MD motivator guy. Oh, yeah. talked about him before. I cry every time I see his thing. It's precious. And I, yeah, like I get it. Like it's it's a shtick too, but I love it. Like I just love seeing kindness. Mm-hmm. It, rem- it like brings me right back into like the world and like there's good people out there. Um, I love, I, and I posted this the other day. I love Lauren, this renegade love. Oh yeah. I just, I, I love how she stands up for stuff and like, is so aware of her whiteness and her privilege, but like can reframe stuff for people so they can understand it. I love Shanae. I love, she teaches, mm. she teaches a lot on her Instagram and I love that she's in like knowing her for so long. She's like in her glory right now. She has found the business and she's running it and she's showing like she's showing everybody making space for black influencers globally. And she, she's just in her bag and she shares mm-hmm. and that's her as a person. Like if you ever hit her up, she will give you all the knowledge and then some, and I love, I love following her as well. Oh, we'll link all of them for everybody. Oh, this is like the age old adage, but it's true. So obviously nothing drives engagement quite like authenticity. So how do you make your socials authentic while still staying on trend? Or is that even possible all the time? I feel like if it's authentic, it's going to be on trend. Kind of like, so it's like, sometimes I know when I personally post and I feel it in me, like, and I don't even want to do it, but I feel like I have to do Mm -hmm. it. That's when it's going to end up a really, there's something really good that's going to come of it. Cause it's usually something I don't, people don't like, it's a little bit too personal, Mm -hmm. a little bit too real, you know? Something that makes you nervous to share. Mm. So you need like a gut check. Like that's you're really nervous time. to share. Yeah, uh, that's like, true. Like, you know, honesty yeah. is always trending, people. Yeah. That's actually true. <laughs> what do you think, B? I think there's a fine line for people who are chasing the clout while following trends because mm-hmm. they just want to be so mm-hmm. up there. They need the follows. They need the engagement. But then there's something about, like Coco saying, like, coincidentally, your post is so real that it becomes trending. Um, but finding the balance of just not compromising what you believe in just to get a viral video. Right. Right. And I think that's where creativity comes in. Yeah. You know, just cause it's trending, you have to turn that on its head. If, yes. you, if you're trying to jump on just for the club. And yeah. I hate when I see brands do that and they like jump on stuff that's not relevant to what they're doing, but they're trying to fit it in. And I'm like, Oh, I fucking yeah. hate that. like just let it don't do that. Like, first of all, not your trend or like, 
especially when it's like not related to what they're mm-hmm. doing. And I'm like, please stop this. But then there's brands who will catch it because someone on their team is so fucking witty. Like, you know, the, um, the fast food, like yeah, people, they, they're always <laughs> oh, yeah. like, they slay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they slay. But, but that has to do with like, the people on their team being like, oh, I see how I can like flip this on its head. But they also push the boundaries. Like they mm-hmm. break all of the marketing rules and yes. you're like, how did this happen? How did they let this happen? This is brilliant, but wow. Yeah. Like the Burger King and- Oh my God. It's yeah. true. But, and we're all invested. We're like, who knows happening yeah. on today with these guys? We're like, hmm. And like taking the risk to move forward with mm-hmm. the decision that may not be- what everyone else yeah. thinks is best for the exactly brand like ben, like in this case. ben and jerry's like yeah. on a whole other part like we they they're about social justice so for them to like stand up pr wise has been this beautiful thing to watch mm-hmm. for real it doesn't feel fake you know when do you say no to a brand partnership a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah a lot again like what you guys had said before Pilar, what you had said before like if if you're never going to use it you're never going to buy it and you want nothing to do with it then just because they're going to give you some money, that's when you say no. Or, and listen, it's hard because we work on both sides. So we understand getting things approved so that things can get posted um, takes so long with big brands. And then they'll be like, can you post this tomorrow? Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes that's when you're just like, no, it's not going to work for me. You have, and I think more influencers need to do this. So it sets a tone that that other Mm -hmm. companies can't force people to turn around content when that's your job in 24 hours. Yes. And just for the record, guys, you can like enforce that tone from the beginning rather than allowing it to get to that point. So in your contract, that's the first thing Like the client, if you dictate your work back schedule and you tell the client, like, just so you know, like from the time where you approve this concept to the time where I deliver you your first thing, it will be one week. So it's on the client. Once you approve it, I don't care if you tell me like five days after the deadline that the concept is approved, you're like, well, it's still a week from today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, all of those things should be, you can make yourself your life easier by setting the expectation before that. And then that way, when the client's like, well, we need it tomorrow. You're like, per our contract that you signed, yeah, but it's even, I'm, I was speaking to them, and that's a really good point, but I'm speaking to them when they hate you, and it's like, hey, super last minute. Oh, yeah. No. But can you get this up tomorrow? Absolutely not. With no contract, no Never nothing. Like, we need it right now. And you know they thought about you, like, last minute because they, like, someone else dropped out. They're not, mm. they didn't even ask you because you were, like, the first choice in yes. those situations. So, no, literally no. And say no a brand partnership when they're not trying to pay you right either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fight for your pay. Yeah. Absolutely. Brands always find money. Don't they fucking ever. <laughs> Speaking to that, so we're giving the influencer yeah, knowledge. Um, speak to your friends and colleagues about how much you're getting paid. Absolutely. When we don't have transparency, there's no, it's not like um, we have CanCon laws or um, in media and publishing, there's kind of like published rates for advertising. With, with influencers, we don't have that. So if you're not talking to people within, you know, your workforce, essentially, you could be missing so much money mm-hmm. and they could be too. We're giving the brand all the power by us all working in silos and in secret. There's way more power of like, let's make an in, uh, influencer union. There's way yeah. more power when we're together. And if you understand employment from the beginning, that's why unions were formed, right? So when people are asking you how much you got paid, don't be so covetous about the stuff that you're doing. It's actually better if we have transparency in that. Reach. Do you think likes, like the whole idea of likes being hidden or them being public, like has it changed anything about content and how it impacts people? 
I don't think it has, but only because now we're so far removed from yeah. them all being hidden. I don't even remember that they were hidden, you know yeah. what I mean? Because I'm not checking to see, like, how many likes somebody has on it. It just doesn't matter. It pisses off the brands, mostly. That's yeah. true. Yeah. And now you can choose to show your likes. Oh, you can? Yeah. Oh. I think on some accounts. But it's, that's the thing. Is it, that's what makes it confusing, and that's what makes people crazy. Exactly. Because then there's pressure. Okay, now I'm going to show them, but then I'm going to show them they're not going to be great. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm only going to do this because I know I'm going to get a lot of likes. Yeah. So dumb. And it also set the tone for brands like to not look at things holistically because then they're like, oh, I only want content creators with a huge follower account or with a lot of likes on their post. And look, I understand why that like vanity metric would make you think that something is going to be better. But it's just you have to look at things holistically. If you have 5000 followers and 20 percent of that 5000 followers is engaged and buying from when you like suggest something that's way more valuable than someone with a million followers and 1% or, you know, right. like 0.5% of their audiences even engaged. It's and better to pick, pick people based on like understanding their following yes. rather than just like, let's swath this. I just want people with big numbers, you know, yep. you have to do more work. It, it is way more. And work. it's so hard to, to explain that to someone who's not familiar with the hmm. influencer space. And even hiring influencers as we do often um, those li- those micros, let me tell you, they work. Yes, they're, they're going to give you twenty five stories over like the one contracted one million follower mm-hmm. giving you one frame. You know, and no shade to either game, but there is a lot of value in micro influencers. Absolutely. Um, do you guys feel like rigid brand guidelines and key messaging negatively impact how you post yep. and how followers feel? One hundred percent. Yeah. Stop. Stop it, brand. Stop. Like. Putting 62 words into the first three seconds of a video. And the first three seconds of the video is a product shot. And it's yeah. only going to be this way. And it has to be the full three seconds. And I Bro. promise you that first three seconds when they see the product, they're logging Wait, off. Yeah. Like yes. that's, that's almost counterintuitive. It's bringing old world ad like um, ideas into the new world. Mm. Let mm. the artists create. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let the talent. You're working with them for a reason. They yes. know their audience. They know what resonates with them. You do not. Yeah. Yes. And there's definitely a place where like, yeah, obviously there has to be like specific information in there, but let's just try to be a little more flexible at how that's presented. Cause I don't know. As soon as I read a caption, that's like, well, I'm like, we're done here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I immediately like scroll off. Ladies, you both need to tell me the real story behind a perfectly seeming post on your Instagram feeds. I don't even know if I have a perfectly seeming post on your IG feed. Yeah, I feel like you do. Like, yes. like your booty shot at the pool. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, well, that's funny. Okay, so my my like full ass shot at the pool looks like someone took it, but I set up my camera by myself at the pool in Miami, and I was like, just set it on a timer to be like, how can I take a nice shot of my butt? <laughs> so, she got the shot. Yeah, and she got I the shot. The, no one took that. That was just me. In case you messed that. <laughs> It's just me. It's just me. <laughs> trying to think of some, one of these stories behind. That's not me taking a selfie of myself because literally they are all me taking a selfie of myself because my partner is the worst <laughs> at fucking taking photos of me. So I guess maybe this one, when we were in Cabo, it's like a, it's a carousel. And that first photo took way too many photos. And it's sweet. He's like, whatever. I think you're beautiful in this one. I'm like, are you insane? It's like he's lying on the floor taking the picture. 12 chins. Like, oh my God. And it's not necessary, sir. It's, and the pictures I take of him. You're like, oh, what it took yeah. to get there. 
He's a supermodel. Okay? Oh my god. I'm gonna do that one TikTok that's like yes. like the the, pic- <laughs> the pictures of me versus the pictures of him yeah. or that one lady who's like, I think that um, my husband purposely goes on vacation with me to ruin them with pictures <laughs> of me. Literally. I'm like, how did you even get this angle? And they're not paying attention. It's like shooting. How has the algorithm change affected how you curate content now that engagement is so significant? The algorithm changes shit right now. It just doesn't even it's fucking trash. Yeah, I, I guess I'm not as plugged in to it anymore Mm. um i know that i don't have the same engagement that i have to work way harder if i want to get likes but i just don't even pay attention to that anymore Mm -hmm. and to be honest it stopped me from posting more because i'm just like if it's not going to get crazy engagement and then it doesn't matter and why does it matter (laughs) it's like you know that whole thing yeah it is and then it's like sometimes i just want to enjoy things too so maybe there's not going to be perfect pictures or whatever reels Mm -hmm. has changed things too because everything needs to be a video Right. So that's kind of changed how I take content. No, for sure. Now it's like short videos of everything. Mm Yeah. If I don't get the videos, I'm like, (laughs) I needed my real. Yes. And does it go with the song properly? We're all full engineers now. Oh, legit. (laughs) Editors, sound engineers. I think that's hard to keep up with the algorithms too. Like I personally miss chronological on Me too. IG. Me too. Was like, oh, that was a week ago. <laughs> you know. And it's Me like too. your actual friend. Like it's yeah. not suggested. Yes. Yeah. I actually go to my friends' pages now to be like, what the fuck did yes. I miss here? Yeah. Because then I feel bad, and I'm like, I want to see my friends' content. Yes. So I hate that shit. I'm, I feel we're so all behind to Instagram on IG. Right mm-hmm. Yeah. Because get it together, it. Mo, or whatever your name is. <laughs> We'll figure it out. Thank you all so much for listening to another episode of Conversations with Coco and Friends. You know what to do. Follow the gang at Coco and Co. C O W E. Keep up with the adventure. Rate us five stars. Like, subscribe. You know the drill. Also, let us know what you want to hear because we are definitely in the process of creating our, we don't know what season we're on, but our fall. <laughs> keeping it moving. Yeah. Our fall recording schedule, and we would love your input on topics. <sighs> Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 